Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Hey, welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead. This is Danielle. And Daniel. Thanks for joining us. Hi there. Um, So, Pastor started a little three-part message on courageous failure. And I just thought it was kind of a, a really interesting title. You know, courageous failure, they don't seem to to go together very well. But it takes courage to live life. And we're going to miss it. We're going to fail. There's not a chance that you can live life with 100% success 100% of the time. And so uh, learning how to, to deal with failure. And this is kind of his... His three-part message in a sentence. It's a key to success in life is our perception of failure, our understanding of the forces at work in failure, and our response to failure. So this week he talked about perception. So first, that failure is inevitable. Second, that failure is profitable. And third, that failure is redeemable. Um and he he talked through a lot of um, historical figures who just had massive failure, like Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Edison, Michael Jordan, the founders of Seven Up and Macy's, and how in each of them the consistent trait or attribute was that they didn't give up, and that like like Edison was like I found ten thousand ways to not make a light bulb. Um, and, and it's encouraging because these guys had massive success and while failure is a part of their biography, it's a, it's a chapter in their life. It's not, it's not the thing we talk about. We, we talk about Abraham Lincoln as being one of the greatest presidents, not a failure in business and in politics and all the tragedies surrounding his life. We, we talk about the the amazing accomplishments and it the, the sentence that i wrote down was that how i view failure matters mm-hmm. and just yeah failure hurts and failure creates setbacks failure has consequences attached to it but if i don't attach shame and if i don't attach my identity to that mm-hmm then that's kind of the springboard or the catalyst to propel you into what comes after failure. So that's kind of what I've been, that, that's my quick narration of this, this first week. Um, and the last thing he said um, was that failure, actually, no, I wrote this down. Failure does not have to define my identity. Mm-hmm. And I think that was my, I think I, I did some narration, some contemplation, <laughs> some application all, all right here in the first <laughs> couple minutes. It doesn't have to define my identity because yeah. you can get really wrapped up 
in who you can wrap up who you are with what you do real quick. Um, yeah. And when we noticed I, when our kids were little, they were struggling with like performance, I think. Mm -hmm. And like having to, you know, be what, I don't remember what the circumstances were, but feeling like they had to be the best or the better or whatever. And at dinner, we, so we would say, we always do still like high and low. What was your high for the day? What was your low for the day? And for a season, we even said, and what's something you failed at today? And yeah. we would celebrate that because it was, um, and then one of them, we gave them a little plaque for their room that said, like, mistakes are proof you're trying. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> they're old now. <laughs> but, um, but, but that, you know, it was, so we developed hopefully this habit of like, okay, well, we're just going to keep trying. Yeah. And um, something that stood out to me was Pastor was talking about the verse in Proverbs that talks about, that the righteous person will fall uh, not just once, but seven times. And that that's a number of completion. And it is, he said, a life full of failure. But I was kind of laughing to myself thinking a life complete, because the completion of life complete, <laughs> is completely full of failures. And um, and we laugh about it. And we we know that failing is, is hard and painful and devastating. Depending on, you know, if you've failed to pick up your grocery order from Kroger curbside, that's one type. But if you fail in marriage or in parenting or, um, you know, in, in following Jesus wisely, there's all, there's a spectrum of failure. Yeah. And we don't take it lightly. Um but even big ones like jobs or careers or ministry endeavors, like we can't, we can't make that our identity. Right. And so, yeah, a life full of failure and knowing that everybody, like every, everybody has done it and Jesus has walked everybody through it yeah and i was thinking about peter and i know pastor talked a lot about peter yesterday but when peter when he was in the boat and jesus walking on water peter came out and then started to sink yeah um, and he took his eyes off of jesus and peter i think the times that he failed or the times that he took his eyes off of Jesus and who he was when he said Jesus needed to not die. He was missing who Jesus was when he denied Jesus. He missed who Jesus was, that he didn't have to fear man more than Christ. Right. And so we get in trouble when we take our eyes off Jesus. That's something pastor said yesterday. Yep. Um, yeah. We need to turn our eyes. Yep. And even with Peter, you know, when Jesus came to him after and he had failed so many times and Jesus said, do you love me? Mm 
-hmm. says, yes, Lord, I love you. Uh, In that moment, he redeemed that failure. Mm -hmm. And, And Peter became the rock that his his declaration of who Christ was, who Christ is, mm-hmm. formed the church. He was one of the most outspoken, tenacious leaders mm-hmm. of the early church. Mm-hmm. And it's and I have to believe it's because he took that failure and submitted it to the redemptive, restorative power of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it was able to encourage him to to move forward. And I I wonder how different his ministry would have looked had he not had, had he not gotten out of the boat, had he stayed in the boat with the rest of the disciples or hadn't denied Christ if he had done some of the more safe things or some of the more right things along the way and just how different his life would have looked, what the early church would have looked like. And, and Christ can, can, he is going to build his kingdom. Right. right. And so something would have happened, but he probably had a more authentic humility though. Oh, absolutely. But talk, listening to you about like who Christ is, it makes me think this is what he is. He makes, all things new. Amen. He makes everything beautiful in its time. He turns ashes into beauty. Yes. Because of his grace. And he's so much bigger than any of the circumstances we've been talking about, big or little. Yes. He's so much bigger than Kroger. Mm-hmm. He's so much bigger than a failed mar- marriage or failed ministry. Amen. Um, or any sin. Yeah. He's not just strong enough. He's not just wise right. enough. Right. He's infinitely more wise, right. infinitely more capable. His redemptive and restorative uh, power is unimaginably creative yeah so what so what do we do then if if we are facing failure or somebody's listening is facing a failure massive or minor how do we what do we do with this information you know i i think back to what our our old bible school teacher would say you just start and i i think part of it is you you is you stop focusing on the failure. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of the difference between a a sin conscious living and a sanctification conscious living. You know, you no one needs to remind me of my sin. Mm-hmm. I'm fully aware of the times that I have screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to be reminded of my failures, but what I do need to do is remind myself that I'm the righteousness of Christ that I am redeemed, I am restored, I am saved, I am his beloved, Mm -hmm. that I need to speak those things over me. Um, Because when you're you're trying to solve the problem by thinking about the failure, you just keep thinking about the failure. And that's what you're focusing on. When you're staring at the mountain, that's all you see. Mm -hmm. But 
and, and it's not to say you ignore it, but we need to start speaking life into ourselves. And sometimes we just need to encourage ourselves in the Lord and what he says about us. Mm-hmm. That I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath it. I have abundantly what I need. Mm-hmm. Start saying about yourself what, what God says about you. Mm-hmm. And and then I, th- I think you start seeing your problem from a different perspective. Yeah. I just keep thinking about how it, even for the homeschool community that is meeting here, that's all, this month we're singing every day, turn your eyes upon yes. Jesus and just the timing of this. But it's, oh soul, are you weary and troubled? The light in the darkness you see. Mm-hmm. And then... It goes on to say, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full on his wonderful face, and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Yes. And so, yeah, I think you're right. We have to turn, lift up our eyes, lift up our hearts to him, offer our our, year, our boards and broken pieces. Yeah. Years ago, a pastor did a series on that. Of like, you, we bring him the crumbs we have. We bring him the broken boards we have and say, here, yeah. uh, help again. I, I mean, I feel like I say that to him so much. I'm here again praying about this thing. And thank you for your kindness to us. Um, but yeah, turn our eyes to him. Yeah. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for this week. We thank you that we can, again, turn our eyes to you. And you are there. You don't turn your back on us. You are there with open hands, accepting our crumbs, accepting our our boards and broken pieces, accepting our failure. You just beckon us to come. And we thank you that as we lay these at your feet, that you, through your restorative power, can start putting these things back together. You can turn our failure into something beautiful. You can take our mess and write a symphony with it. And so, Lord, we, we say, come, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this week. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.